Black Compass, Black Compass Media, Tone Bro, back live with another one, man. Shout out to everybody that's out there right now. We talking battle rap. We in them bags. We in them interview bags, man. I want y'all to make sure y'all hit the subscribe button. You like this content. You like the, the things that we talking about up here, man. We recently had a whole lot of battle rappers, uh, great entertainers up here. We had Rum Nitty up here recently. Geechee Gotti has been up here. You know what I'm saying? Daylight has been on the channel. All types of battlers as well. Goody and Cuban. You know what I'm saying? We just wrapped a dope one up with Dre Dennis. Now, I got another one for you. I got another one. So I said, we working today. All right? So let me know what y'all think in the comments and things like that. Subscribe to us at The Black Compass. But without further ado, further ado. Now, most people who don't live in New York City or in the tri-state area often overlook a place. They often overlook a place that they shouldn't really be overlooking, right? Now, it's five boroughs in New York. Y'all know the five boroughs, right? Y'all know them. But y'all prone to forget one. Y'all prone to forget one. And they contributions to this game, right? Shout out to Wu-Tang and things like that. But Staten Island. Staten Island. It's a part of it. Got something to say, too. And in this battle rap scene right here, when we talk about battle rap leagues putting on, giving us great entertainment, giving us great battles, great matchups and things like that, the unsung Leaders of that movement, the Stizzes of the world, the Drake Dennis's of the world, you know what I'm saying? The KGs, the people that's in that territory. I feel like y'all should put this brother in that same light because he does a lot for the scene and he's still on the scene. Without further ado, I got my mans up here. I battle. Yeah, I battles in the house. We show love everywhere. That's a fact. I've been there. You haven't. Don't do that. I battle, team homie. And all that as well. The great, the formidable, the humorous, the 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 unique, the dope Lex Luthor. What up, bro? What's up, Tony? Thanks for having me, man. Oh nah, man. Glad to have you up here, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's it's good, good energy. Battle rap is in a good place. Hip hop is in a good place. How is Lex Luthor doing right now? What's up, man? I'm okay, man. I'm, you know, I'm in the middle of a battle rap tour pretty much. I just got back from Orlando, Florida. I'm getting ready to uh, head to Boston in a couple days. You know, after Boston, we back in New York for another event. Then we off to Atlanta. We got events pretty much every week for the next six to eight weeks. Mmm, I battles cooking up, cooking up different. I mean, and in terms of in terms of just moving around. Taking the taking the show on the road to different cities and things like that. What has that experience been like? I don't think everybody does that tour type of thing. Um, man, it's been pretty much exactly what I envisioned it to be. You know, I like to hit the road. I like to give a lot of opportunities to MCs that normally wouldn't get those opportunities if it wasn't for um, you know, uh, us moving a couple moving pieces around. You know, right, and making right. sure we could do what we do. You know, we just yeah. touched down in Atlanta. We gave. We gave uh, G-Lo the saga, you know. We gave Bricks mm -hmm. Bell via Court Hendricks. Now we going mm -hmm. to, now we going back to New England. Ken Savvy's battling Bangs. Real Deal is battling Kang. You know, this Ooh. is what we. This is what we do every couple weeks. Rash just battled Johnny Storm. Uh, Don Marino uh -huh. just battled Madness, the returning legend after seven uh -huh. years, eight year hiatus. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's what the experience has been like, Tony. I like I like to touch down in all these uh, 
different regions of battle rap and give out opportunities with the earnings that we've been able to make, right? We got a decent yeah. subscriber base on the iBattle TV app. And with Fact the money though. that it makes, all I want to do is give it to Hungry Talent. So it's been working really well. Damn, man. That's dope, man. I find it, I find it incredibly gutsy. I find it ambitious mm-hmm. to, to take the show on the road as a smaller league and to touch down these major hip-hop epicenters to be like, yo, we eye battle. This is mm-hmm. our this is our card. Like, what went into the decision to do that? Like, was it because you guys were booking so many diverse MCs that you decided to take it on the road? What went into that decision? I mean, my budget, my budget tripled. You know, mm. my budget tripled and, and now I'm oh, able okay. to do more uh, than I used to, you know, so I'd rather I'd rather run around on road than do it. You know, I, I'm at the point now where, yes, uh, we're stationed in Staten Island um, and a lot of our battlers in Staten Island are getting giant looks against names like Shah G is battling Mar one. Double A is battling C3. Knox is battling Luke Castro. You know, we do this on a on the regular. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. To be honest, um, we want to take it on the road. The people at home are well fed. Mm, talk your shit, man. So that's that's just a natural progression of where you guys were, were trying to go. And now but that the funds is there based mm-hmm. on the success that you had, now it's time to take those trips. I get that. I right. get that. And, and also, as somebody who does a lot of artist development within rap, um, at least correctly, <laughs> if I do say so myself, but um, let's talk about it. Yeah, know, yeah. Now that I have all these people, you know, I, let's say I have uh, Ohio. I got fifteen different battlers that want to battle on iBattle. Why should I make all fifteen of them drive twelve hours from Ohio to New York to battle? I might as well take the show on the road and bring it to them. Right, right. We we talk about. Let's talk. I want to. I want to uh, jump into two things off of what you said. I want to talk about artist development and platform loyalty as well. I want to talk about both of those things. So I do think there's a little bit of a relationship be- between them. Artist development. Let's go there first. Uh, yeah, sure. What what is okay. what what do you feel like is the what you guys' approach to artist development and what do you think the role of a league should be? Because you hinted at something that not everyone is doing this properly. So I want to dig into this. I do a couple different things, Tony. I think one of the major things I do in artist development is the night before most major events, I do something called studio series. And this is where I have most of my developmental MCs battle at, right? So the reason I do before the big events is usually I have Chilla Jones in town. I have Real Deal in town. I'll have Thesaurus in town, right? Drugs will be here. Rum Nitty will be here, something like that. And you know, usually the night before an event, all the out of towners, they want some beers, they want some weed. And you know what? They want to watch four or five battles. So it's good to put these new guys in the room with the legends. And then right after the battles that happen, you smoke a blunt with them. You got kids that battle two, three times, chilling there, kicking it with battlers that have battled a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? And getting Mm. real feedback from deeply rooted MCs rather than, you know, a league owner that's never battled before and is just giving you their personal opinion instead of their professional opinion. Hmm. So you provide that new talent with the networking, with the opportunities to network like a Chilla Jones or I, I saw that with iBattle and I, I thought that was refreshing, in my yeah. opinion, that y'all had these up and coming MCs and, you know, iBattle events. If those of you guys have never gone, some of you bloggers don't go nowhere, but 
some of you guys who've never gone, you got to understand these things, is that I Battle event is like a dope-ass family reunion with battles in between. And right. I see the networking that goes on. So your approach to artist, uh, to artist development is actually putting them around these other MCs and having them get that feedback right there, right? right. Well, I mean, that's that's the type of environment that I started in. I, I started among the cloth with Team Ami, right? Like a couple of my first battles was around Iron Solomon, Poison Pen, Swave Seva, Soul Con, you know, Roan DNA. Like it was easy to get good feedback. You know, it was real mm -hmm. easy. You get out the ring and someone's like, yo, that was great. Nowadays, you get out the ring, you live in Milwaukee, who just watched your battle? Who's who's gonna give you feedback? You right. know, Jay Gunge that's been battling there for seven years and never did anything with his career. I don't think that's the best move, right? Mm. Um, I do a couple other things with artist development too, Tone. Like, mm. you know, um, usually when I have people try out and we see certain flaws in their style, you know, um, for instance, when Knox started battling, uh, he was good, but he had no multi-syllabic rhymes. Like, he would have like a three-syllable rhyme, but he would only rhyme the last syllable or, mm -hmm. or, or two syllables and it would throw his flow off right so what we did was we partnered him with real sick to sparring mm. for homeschool right so while he was coming up with his material he was sparring it with sick and sick was giving him the feedback that he needed to get better at the things that you know he wasn't so good at right 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 to to cultivate that and that that's dope too that's dope and 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 then you know with the artist development and actually being able to give guys names right that they yep. probably couldn't get elsewhere but but there's a to me there's a there's a double-edged sword to that because on the one hand you give the mcs the names and you say yo sink or swim i'm gonna throw you in the water what you gonna do right i like that approach but sometimes you can get big names too quickly and yeah. and and now your now your sense of self and the the value that you think is attributed to you that's not translating with the fans because they just feel like you hitting licks on with the homie you know what I'm saying? That's why that's why I try to make sure that the MCs that I invest in before I invest in them, uh, their following is ready to combat the following of the people that I'm setting them up against. You know, um, there's nothing like trying your heart out in a battle and then getting 300 comments of, yo, this guy fucking sucks. You know, <laughs> because, you have no, because, because you have no fans, you feel me? You have no yeah. fans and you get 15,000 views and it's all the other guys views. You feel me? So that's mm. that's never fun and also really detrimental to your career. So timing and place is really important. You know what I'm saying? And and lightning don't strike twice. So so that even even makes more sense for what, how, uh, you know, when and where it, it, how important it is to the battle. Yeah, no, I, I think I think that's I think that's true. And, and that's a that's a tough balance to strike. Right. Like you feel like have you ever run into it where, you know, an up-and-coming guy feels like he deserves something that, you know, based on the work or based on y'all criteria, he hasn't lived up to that. Like, how do you deliver that? I mean, you. I'm asking you because everyone I've talked to about Lex Luthor has mm. nothing bad to say. I got to a point where I'm oh, a that's hater. Crazy. So You're I'm a like, lucky man. You're a lucky bro, man. Bro, I, I got to, <laughs> but on the, on the battle league, on the, like, the, you know, personal whatever, because, you know, but like, nah, he going, yeah. he's a stand up dude. You know what I mean? The people that, that work with you. So, but have you run into it where somebody feels like, yo, I deserve this matchup, but you can't really deliver that to him. And, and what's your approach with that? Like, I mean, listen, I'm never, you know, 
one thing that really used to piss me off when I was a kid is mm-hmm. when, you know, my mom would tell me, you know, I'd be like, I'm going to go outside. And she'd be like, no. And I'd say, why? And she goes, because I said so. That shit used to mm-hmm. get me so mad. I used to be like, why, <laughs> yeah. why the fuck won't you tell me a decent reason? Because I said so is not good enough. You feel me? It's not. It's not good enough. I, I want to yeah. go out and I need to know why. Right? So anyway, <laughs> so anyway battlers, I, I equate it to the same thing when they're like, I want a big name. I'm not just going to tell them no, because I said so. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got I got to give them a real reason. And that reason is usually what makes them level up or it doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And I have a couple different things off the battlers. Like battler A, yo, man, you brought 20 people and the tickets were $30 each. You made $600. I'm, I'm going to get you a one-rounder against somebody that's fire, right? right? I mean, why the fuck not? It's your bread. And you did good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's either that or I'll have battlers that are just on a tear to the point where, you know, most of the time these guys call them out. Like, Chilla Jones being like, yo, I want to battle homeschool. Or, you know, Passwords being like, I want to battle Eddie I. Marv right. want, wanting yeah. to battle all the... This shit happens all the time. Loso wanting to battle tables and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So usually these things set themselves up, but you know, the, you can tell when somebody's ready for, for it. You can tell when somebody's leveling everyone in front of them. And all these battlers, what I've learned for doing this for so long is they have hot streaks. You know, like I said, lightning don't strike twice. When I see that this battler's on a hot streak, like they have a crazy performance. And the second one is crazy too. I know I gotta go in now, right? Right, right. Because I don't know when he's gonna have a baby or get fired from his job. Yeah. Or fucking his car. Gotta sit down for a little bit, has. you know. Yeah. yeah. You, know? you know, we all real, we all real people at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know. And usually, uh, from experience, when MCs are doing well like that, I know they're doing good. They making, <laughs> you know, they making good money at work. Their home life is right. great, and I want to catch them at that moment. And, and give them a battle that'll matter at that moment, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I take a couple different things into consideration, man. I, I have to. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you on that. Um, let's shift to loyalty, brand loyalty, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and this is something that's important to me, right? When I again, I, I draw from my own experiences, right? Um, you know, uh, and and again, I'm not better than anybody for being able to attend these things, but I do. Right. But me being there and seeing a diversity of MCs there, you got real deal walking around with a championship belt around them with PH face on it. You see what I'm saying? You got real sick. Who's on fire right now. One of the best in the world doing it. Strolling in, you know what I'm saying? Amongst the amongst everybody. You feel what I'm saying? Like that sense of loyalty, that sense of like, all right, this is still home. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about that as a league owner? Is that something that's enforced? Is that, you know, when URL hears of a, a nice dude, is they give you that call like, yo, what's up? They get the contract. So now it's like, yo, nah, this is my home league. This I battle. Do you feel some sense of an obligation? Like they they should they should return that because you gave them I, that. Um, the only, listen, man, like I got four people signed to URL this year, um, which <laughs> Which is the most out of all the scouts? Um, Come on, Lex. Come on, I Lex. Got, I got uh, two people on the one SKs for Max Out Two coming up. Talk um, your shit. Pretty much all of King of the Dot season one is flooded with the I Battle roster. Right. Um. So no, I, I think 
these people come to me with dreams and aspirations and I help them accomplish them. So at the end of the day, this is a, you know, job well done. Mm, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what? Listen, the rundown Tony, by, that... by the time, by the, by the time my guys get to King of the Dot, you are really, uh -huh. RPE, I uh -huh. have another 30, 40 battlers that have been battling for the past two, three months. And they're four or five battles in that are crazy as fuck. So they ready. The, mach the machine is so well oiled that by the time battlers get over there and they're signed and they have so many opportunities that they hardly fuck with us anymore. Their replacements is here waiting for them to come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Talk so that. It's, it's really it's really not an issue. And um, I like that I'm able to bring something to the table to keep Battle Rap fresh and entertaining on yeah. all platforms all over the world. Right, right. right. So multiple guys touching a, a bunch of different leagues and things like that and, and, and people that's associated with the imprint and stuff like that i mean you know but but as far as them coming back and battling you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. them coming back and doing that 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 work you know what i mean is it right. have you gotten to a place where it's like damn like it's tough to battle it's tough to book this guy because now the demand is what it is or do they again is it that obligation to come back i think it's more so i think it's more so honestly the biggest problem for me being a grassroots battle league is you get a guy like real sick that goes up to URL and starts making a ton of money. And then I'm, and then I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, come back here. But like, I don't got nothing even close to that. Like that, that is probably the biggest problem of it all. But to be honest, uh -huh. my guys never really flex on me. Cause they, my guys, yeah. man, like we got it out the mud together. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, so, right, and, right. So. And they know, and they know that when they come back, that the person that they're battling is, was them one or two years ago years ago right or you wouldn't even put him in front of him like if he wasn't one of them ones i wouldn't even you know what i'm saying i you get that know. that that i battle discount though like yo yeah, come man. on bro you know what i'm saying like but man, um yo tone i put out a list the other day like uh the classes all the way from 2012 to 2021 mm -hmm. um there's so many people that have been just battling here for years, whether it's like me and City Towers or Bangs and E. Farrell mm -hmm. to like Dunch and Eddie I, like all the eras and eras. It's um, it's really a beautiful thing when it comes to the matchups because no matter what, even if these guys are busy, like I got a battler named Wellen that is too busy to battle, not because he's on a big league, but he's just a big streamer now. He has oh. fucking... 3.5 million subscribers on YouTube. Like he's got three URL right. channels in one. What? You know what I'm saying? So That's yeah, his, yeah. His battles average like 150,000 views. This guy could easily outsell some surf if he wanted to. Um, Whoa. But um, he chooses not to because he has to play video games all the time. But uh, <laughs> you know, he has to, man. Anybody Lucky that is nasty. watching, check out Wellen on YouTube. Um, w E L Y N, he plays a lot of survival games, and okay, guys got millions and millions of views. Um, that's crazy, lucky bastard. But yeah, I don't really ever have issues with that type of stuff and, and mm. bigger leagues booking our guys because we're so deeply rooted, we have hundreds of battlers, it's never really an issue. Never an issue, okay. I got that. I, I'm I, I was always curious as just somebody from the outside looking in now. Uh, let me ask this question. Uh, on your on your tour of the cities, who was the toughest crowd that you guys faced? Oh man, Orlando last week was so bad, bro. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so Orlando bad. was tripping. Florida, no way. 
It was so bad. I was there. I was like, the second the event started, I was like, yo, we need to get rid of that guy who is really drunk. And we need to get rid of that girl who can't afford to get in and just snuck in the back door. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we need to get rid of them. And everyone was like, nah, they cool. Just leave them be. And then like 45 minutes later, the drunk guy slapped the girl who snuck in. And he was like, in Florida, we slap bitches and slapped the shit out of her. Oh, come on. And I was like, I told you this is going to be a problem, man. <laughs> and, and they had to get kicked out. But like, yeah, we had some some issues. Yo, it's battle rap, man. You're going to have, you know, the delinquencies. Yo, that's Everybody's crazy. drinking. Everyone's high. Everyone's disrespectful. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, so Orlando was wilding. Orlando was wilding. Orlando okay. is crazy, and I know that <laughs> weed is weed is legal in Boston. So this weekend's gonna be chill. Yeah, yeah. See, Boston is more of a backpacker community of people, just hip hop wise. You know what I mean? Home and guru, yeah. gangstar, like terminology. They, you know, what I'm saying, chiller. They, they, they used to a certain level of like showmanship. You know what I'm saying? Like they used exactly. to that with the pen. You feel me? So. That's dope. Y'all taking that show on the road, bro. You know what I'm saying? The, the 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 owning a league in this environment, I think, is laudable. And when you guys have been around as long as I battle has been around, that that I feel like it, it needs to be applauded. Now, why, why, in my head, at least, or you know, when I talk to people, when I mention the smaller leagues from around New York, and this could relate back to my intro, they bring up we go hard. They'll bring up Trap House. You know what I'm saying? I be like, bless the mic, will get brought up, right? I battle. It's almost like y'all on a different planet with, with people sometimes. We've right? always been on a different planet from What is that about? What is that about? I mean, the league, the league started in Connecticut. I was, I was one of the first battlers to battle there, and I'm from Staten Island, right? So... Mm -hmm. When the league went defunct and, and I purchased it, I started running it out of New York. So it was originally a New England battle league, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I brought it to New York, I built up a lot of different battlers and brought in some from Canada because I, was a, I lived in Canada for three years and I, I ran Beast Mode. And mm -hmm. I had some notable battlers out of Beast Mode. We built Franchise. We built mm -hmm. Joey Gambello, Joey. Luke Nukem. Like the whole next level of Canada was built by me and, and Chris Kane from mm. Beast Mode. So we was already deeply rooted in building talent before iBattle was even in the picture. Um, Eddie I and Dunch are originally from Beast Mode as well. You know? Oh, wow. And, okay. um, I know that. So when, when, when I had iBattle, it was all wrapped up between my battlers from New York, battlers from Canada, and battlers from New England. So we've been on a whole different page the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like. Okay. Okay. As battle rappers, bro, like we we get around, man. Like you know what I'm saying? We mm -hmm, get around. Mm -hmm. We go to a lot of different places. We meet a lot of different people and we bond with a lot of people that live far away from us. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. when I first battled in We Go Hard, they were like, Yo, you came all the way here from Canada. That's crazy. I'm like, yo, I live in Staten Island. I took an Uber here. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I'm me like, coming from Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you if you were not on URL at that time period, it's like you weren't from New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. With with the with URL, 
with URL not doing as many events in New York City for a plethora of reasons, right? One of them being booking was tough at the time. I think that might loosen up with COVID opening up because there's a lot of empty businesses. I mean, I'm here. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? But that left a big vacuum in the city. I'm not going to front. That left the, I mean, my flight, shit, my mileage is up there. At some Mm. point, American Airlines might just want to name a plane after me. I'm spending a lot of money flying around places. So there's a giant vacuum left in the city. Did you see that as just open space now where now maybe we can go and do the events in the Manhattans and the big rooms and all of that? Like, do you do you feel that that energy sort of coming on? Because you moved on to the tours. What about the bigger rooms in New York City? Honestly, I think the problem in New York isn't I'm going to catch some slack for this. But I think the I think the big problem in New York isn't really so much on a big league scale. It's on a smaller league scale. And I think that the leagues in New York um, don't do consistent tryouts enough and development Mm. cards enough to really be producing, like, top talent. You know, like, yeah, URL should be putting on more Ishmula battles, more True Mm -hmm. Indeed battles, more Cable Guy, Benji Lolo. Like, Talk your talk. I could do this all day, you know what I'm saying? If people mm-hmm. should be on URL, uh, like Badafi Green, whatever. I'm not doing this, but yeah. Anyway, there's people that can happen that can have battles in New York, and it could be crazy. But more so, we're not creating new people from like Brooklyn and Queens and even New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's really not enough new crazy ass people from those places. Wow. Wow, and like, and think that's about not it. When's, what what's the next New York wave after like you know the Fettuccini twenty Badafi wave? There really after, isn't any. Yeah, it kind of slowed down. I mean, and then after that, I think you probably you produced a couple guys that went on to be at URL, but I can't. I mean, say people they, will say their career say hasn't been knocked Slade. out. Though. People will say like Kid Slade. People Rubando, Gunpowder Pat. You know, but they've been around not... though. Like I've been on cards with them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You saying new, new, new? Like, ex- yeah, like I, I'm saying like two years, like last two years. Damn, you right. You right. Maybe, maybe I, even I, three years. Yeah, you right. Who's I don't the see last it. like new crazy guy from out here. I don't see it. But that's because I, it's that's a lack of active tryouts. Hmm. Okay. 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 I think I think that that uh you know as far as interest goes, I do think there's a feeling in the city that the shadow and the ceiling of greatness is just so crazy, right? Like, I mean, shit. You go through the boroughs, you probably got what seven of the top ten battle rappers ever, mm-hmm. ever in New York. I mean, city. we've we've been we've been working on it. For a while, I mean, we got Kang, we got mm-hmm. Ken Savvy. I know mm-hmm. Henny Number Three is really good at We Go three. Hard. Yeah. Um, there's another dude whose name is escaping me right now from We Go Hard that he he battled longer than two years, three years Polo ago. Polo Paul, but, you talking about Polo Paul? Nah, there's this dude from out there. No, not Polo Paul. It was it was somebody from. Damn, what was his he, fucking name? He was CNC Captain Live. Nah, man, he, he's from Coney Island. He got gold teeth, and like he's somebody that you would recognize immediately. Mm. And he has like a super one, easy one-word name. I, I can't think of it. He battled Flip Grams, mm. and it was real crazy. But there are people. It's just about like find 
respecting them, bro. Like I got this kid, um, Archduke Redcat, that's from Queens. He's going viral on TikTok battling like inanimate objects. Have you seen wow. him fight him? <laughs> nah. He nah, battled like I a stapler, it. a pillow, like hand wow. sanitizer. And he's he he bodies them to be fair, you know. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I have I have a battle with him coming up. I'm actively looking for new people. Knox at a Staten Island. I'm Knox at a Long Island. Death the kids at a Staten Island. I got this kid Chunk from Jersey. K Venom, but he's from Chicago. Um, I, I've been building a lot of new battlers. I've been building a lot of younger battlers too, like under twenty one. Right. That's you what know? we need, bro. That's what we need, man. That's what we need. I just need people to be patient with them. Like I think I think there's a lot more now because of caffeine and Twitch. It being mm -hmm. free is bringing a lot of new eyes to it. Right, right, right. And and uh and and just speaking of that, in the backdrop of the free content, the free pay per view era, you know what I'm saying? With the big league sort of uh, taking a, a a lot of momentum when they when they have that content, does that influence how you operate as a smaller league? You guys have the app. You guys have your your. You know what I mean? Again, I look, essentially, I look like at it like world. this: when I was a kid. The uh -huh. first first battle I ever saw was um, Nems and Osolo. I was on mm. I was flicking through the channels on my TV, and Fight Club was on MTV too. And I watched Nems and Osolo, and I was like, "Yo, I gotta do that." <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, mm. I, I, was, <laughs> yeah. I did a couple songs at the time. You know, I wrote a couple verses, recorded at my people's house, regular little kid shit, right? Um, mm -hmm. But when I saw that, I was like, "Man, I gotta do this shit." Crazy. It wasn't just rap development stood out to me because they're on Twitch, they're watching Fortnite, they're watching Apex Legends, and they're scrolling and they're hitting rap battles and they're seeing rap battles for the first time. The same same way I was scrolling through TV channels is what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. for me, that's a great thing for my platform, man. I go on Twitch, I see fifteen thousand fucking people watching. Even if, even if one percent or two percent of that fifteen thousand subscribes to the iBattle TV app. You know what I'm going to do for the next generation? Mm. I love it. It's definitely not a bad thing for me. The growth of the culture is uh, amazing. And I see it firsthand in the trenches doing it. Like I see 16 year old kids being like, yo, I want to battle right now. You know, I see fucking 50 year old men coming into battle right now that like didn't want to do it because they thought they were too old. And then caffeine right. happens and they're like, fuck this. They get money. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bag is here. It's time. Yeah, they get if you're gonna do it, they get money. I'm, I'm doing this. There's a lot of older battlers now, and that's fire because to me, like battle rap's not like MMA or basketball where you know you endure injuries and you're you're done after 38. You know, right, right, right. Battle rap, you get you get better as you get older because you experience more in life. You got more to talk about now. Your vocabulary's expanded. You learn so much new shit you know yeah. the way of older battlers hold on hold on lex i don't i don't want hold on lex i don't want to cut your wisdom bro i feel like you're a little choppy on my side i'll let i'll allow you to adjust and everything and, and we're gonna we're gonna get you back on because I, I want you to continue to talk about this for those of you guys in the comments make sure you hit the subscribe button all right we got lex luther up here i battle he's breaking a lot of things down this is very dope very in-depth you know what i'm saying we touched a lot of uh, uh different topics and stuff like that so we gonna continue that mode, all right? Tone, bro. I got my man Lex Luthor. I think he's all set now. Lex, 
Lex Luthor, you hear me? It's a little, it's still a little choppy. Can, can I hear you? Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it, I'm, your picture's a little choppy for me. They say, am I, am I messed up? Y'all, let me know. I don't know. I'm on Wi-Fi. Yeah, me. Well, I'm plugged in. All right, they said they said I. Yeah. All right, so let me know. Let me know if I'm good. Things like that. Lex, you you cleared up, bro. You cleared up. You good? All right. Well, I forgot where we was at. So now nah, we're talking about like now it's renewed interest. Everybody seen on caffeine. People coming back in, and even newer, uh, uh, well, older battle like older mainstream artists are coming into battle rap in a different way too, which you thought was a good thing. And I want to know, you know, allow you to expand on, on that topic. Well, shit. Um, I, I hate to be the one asking questions, but like, look at the MC War card. Are, are you interested in that at all? Absolutely, absolutely. Vado, Vado, and Saigon. It's fire. Yeah, yeah. We Saigon is all the fucking season of Entourage. Like, like, I mean, I look. I I don't know where everybody else from, but I'm from where you listen to what somebody talking about, and if somebody could rap, was how you usually judge the rapper. I'm sorry, I was simple that way. I was raised that way. And Vado yep. and Saigon can fucking rap. Yes, sir. That's enough for me I'm, to be, you know what I mean? I'm excited for mainstream artists coming into battle rap too because, mm. man, listen, even if it doesn't go so well, like I still really respect them for trying because it's really hard. You know right. what I'm saying? And like, not only is it really hard, they have way more to lose than we do. You know, like a right. guy like, a guy like Saigon can't just get in the ring and get smoked by fucking Vado, you know? Yeah, yeah. And especially with, you know, uh, Cassidy out here already. So there's already sort of a barometer set, you know what I mean? In some sense, a lot of people think he won the last battle. That, and I think about it, it's a lot harder to get smoked in a battle against somebody like that. It's a lot harder to get smoked in a battle. Against, against a mainstream artist? Yeah, I don't think mainstream artists have the... I don't think they have, this is going to sound fucked up, but I don't think they have like the train of thought that it takes to execute battle rap angles. You know, like mm. take, some, take somebody's weakness, put it under a microscope, you know, um, hone in on it and really mm. like weave something together. Like, I don't know if you saw Dunch's third round against Jables, but I don't really, mm -hmm. think, I don't really think Bone Crusher can come back and do something like that, you know? Right. Right. So we, I, we, I, we, go ahead. I really doubt you go in there, you battle Lloyd Banks, and he humiliates you. Hmm. Right. Right. Can't really see him doing that because that does take a little bit of time, or at least you have to be a savant about this. Now, if one of the the mainstream artists is able to come in here and body something, wow. Then we talk about a whole different can of paint right now. I think like the closest thing you have to somebody getting clearly beaten in one of these battles is like. Cassidy and Disaster. That's mm -hmm. like one of those, damn, Cassidy won that battle. That's crazy. But even right. in that, Cassidy won off like an impression, you know? Yeah, yeah. The dopest thing you said was impersonating Diz. Like, that's all we remember for sure. You know, so it's, it's, they're not going to have that big K moment. They're not going to have one of those moments like where they execute an angle the way T Top did against Romney with the self checkout, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Where it's like, holy shit, this is game uh, round over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I don't see them having knockout punches like that. But mm -hmm. it's still fun to watch. 
because yeah. now it's not battle rap, if this makes any sense, but it's not battle rap anymore. I get to watch a rap battle. I get to watch two people just that are rappers battle each other. Yeah, yeah. It's not some battle rap shit. So the, the the it's already the bar is already set a certain type of way, right? Like it's already mm-hmm. kind of set that way. I get that. I understand that. Um, now now you still you still outside. You still battle. You still do your thing. Yeah, right? kind of. Like you still kind of you you come back on the on the court every now and again just to yeah, you know what I'm saying. But but what what is what why? What what is the motivation then? Because is it just because you you know I know you love battling I get it we you know MCs to the death I get that but but you running things you got tours going on it's respected you got the app moving why why still battle? Um, I still really love it. You know, mm. um, it's an adrenaline rush. I can't I can't step away from it. I can't step away from a fight if it's something I know people will like if it's something I know people be like whoa this is crazy I really want to see this um it's impossible for me not to be motivated by that you know Mm. so so I I think that's a big motivation for me and you know what else is a big motivation for me um man I micromanage like well over 100 battlers and watching somebody start from zero battles to five and like gradually get better that is also really motivating. Wow. Okay. Okay. I never looked at it like that. I never looked like, at it like that. To, to watch like a 19-year-old a kid start from like not really being that good and I don't even put your first couple battles out mm-hmm. to now they're battling Saga and having debatables with them and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like that is really motivating to me because I get to watch them learn from each other and shit and it to be honest, I learn from them all the time, you know? There's shit right. that they learn and I'm like, damn, that's a crazy quality and we all learn from each other and everybody evolves. So sometimes I be feeling like it's my turn. Like I wanna write, I wanna try to be innovative. I wanna try to make, uh, you know, I wanna try to take risks with my writing and see if it pays off, you know? Right. At the end of the day, right. like I'm a, I'm a, I'm an artist as well. And I like the, there's two things that are really addictive about battle rap. The first one is when you write something that's like, wow, how the fuck did I come up with this? Um, mm-hmm. And then it's delivering it and, and getting that instant gratification when the crowd goes crazy to your like original thought, your spark, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Those are two really addicting things, like the creative process and the payoff for it. You know, there's really nothing mm-hmm. better than showing up and beating shit down somebody's leg that's been talking yeah, yeah, on yeah. social media for a month, you know? And, and the thing I always enjoyed about your style was that it's like, on the one hand, like, Lexa put hands on somebody, right? But on the other hand, we gonna be in here crying, laughing while he does it. Like, it, it's it's that it's that sort of, uh, you know what I mean? A dichotomy, that, that, that sort of contrast in styles that makes your style appealing to a lot of people. I've seen you tell jokes and your opponent is laughing. You feel what I'm saying? Um, now, on the on a serious note, as far as your brand and as far as you in this battle rap thing, you feel like the humor ever took away from the seriousness or uh, how people looked at you as a serious battler? Not really, because I think it's important to be well-rounded. You know, like, I think 
outside of the room, let's say I'm battling on We Go Hard and there's 70 people in the room, my battle's going to get 10,000 views. There's way more people online. My audience is way more broad than the room, so I never really prepare for the room. Um, there's a lot of battles where in the room you think it goes some way and you watch it on footage and you're like, I don't, I don't know, you know? <laughs> so, um, and I like to take that into account and I like to keep humor involved because people forget that the term punchline derives from stand-up comedy. You know, it, it, it comes up to your concept of what you want to say, how you're going to articulate it, and then how you're going to lead up to it, you know? Mm. And there's a whole nother art in that as well, making people laugh, but also being really creative and witty with it. Um, there's a difference between being like, you know, your mom is so fat jokes and something very witty and creative but it makes you laugh at them instead of slap the wall you understand right 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 yeah it, it, it's a whole different sauce like you got to get in a different bag for that um mm -hmm. the recipe is is flip when you go in humor from serious i think the real struggle tone is when you're incorporating humor and and bars together it's really hard to weave in and out of each other because they have to be delivered differently you know, mm. um, th how they're said is, is different. So you have to go into, I'm saying something funny, then a couple bars later, you're being serious. It's hard to change your demeanor on the spot. That's something you got to practice. You know, there's nothing worse than being funny. And then because you were funny and you in that bag, you deliver your serious bar funny. Mm. Because you, right. you forgot to switch your delivery. That right. shit can fuck your roundup. Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. it, it's also really ri risky, not yeah. just having jokes, but incorporating them into a more well-rounded round. And that goes for anything. That goes for, you know, being slow-paced and and back-to-back -back punchlining and then out of nowhere going to a, a five-syllable rhyme pattern. You know what I'm saying? Like out of nowhere, yeah. you know? And, and yeah. with, a qu with a quicker cadence. Like it, it, that's really hard to do. And, yo, there's a lot of MCs that do that and they don't get credit like a guy like jack boy main who a lot of people shit on this guy has to practice how he says pretty much every word of the whole battle mm. not every line that's, that's pretty much everybody practice their lines jack boy main has to practice his words bro that shit is so <laughs> much harder at least five times harder for real yeah um yeah. and i respect people that do that so comedy and anybody that's really incorporating more things than just one cadence and and one um approach to the battle is really hard so i try to do most yeah. of it and and i actually now that you break that down i i see your style of battle rap reflecting in the way that you book battles you'll have shoot em up charlie with you know 100 felonies and bricks on deck versus backpack joey with you know uh, a bunch of curb your enthusiasm references and innuendos for days and i've seen that be a great battle because both mcs is challenged in a different way you know what i'm saying do you look for that contrast in the booking decisions as well i do man i do all types of crazy shit like i i'll do like the fucking guy in a wheelchair versus a guy with a track scholarship you know what i mean like, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that's sick my move. and to be but as sick it is as it is i want to give these guys that have some type of 
narrative or something to follow with the battle rather than I'm going to use the, you know, reference, 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 reference throughout the battle, you know, movie reference, mm -hmm. gun bar, fat joke. You know what I mean? Like that mm -hmm. shit gets old. I want something for them to follow, you know, like I like making polar opposites battle. Yo, bro, sometimes I like people who are the same, who have the same type of shit battle because it cancels out. Like sometimes when you have two gay battlers battle each other, usually when a gay battler battles somebody, the guy's like, you gay, you gay, you gay. But they battle right. another gay battler, it's canceled out. He's not right. going to sit there and be like, you gay. They both yeah. gay. You know <laughs> but, now you get, but now you get to really see where they're at without the crowd playing their like, ha 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 bias because right. he's joking right. on him for a certain thing. You know, like you got the guy who, uh, I don't know what to say, like the guy who's a fucking nerd who kn sits in the corner the whole time and don't talk to nobody. Usually he's going to get outperformed by the guy who's six foot three and has fucking all his friends there, you know, like that shit mm -hmm. going to happen. And that's always mm -hmm. a great battle to throw. But what happens when you give him the other guy that's in the other, other corner of the room? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, know, mm -hmm. there's always cool things to do, but that's why I like to keep a broad pool of different talent. You know, like I got Black Mage. I got my dude that shows up in a in a cloak with a wizard hat and a fucking staff. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We have Jack Tripper, who's a fucking 100% Satanist. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have <laughs> we have like all types of fucking crazy battlers, bro. Yeah. You know what tone? I make sure they're good and that they're ready mm -hmm. for public consumption by the time people see them yeah shout out to ghost and japanese jesus too i, I rock yeah. with both of them they fire um man yo. japanese jesus let me tell you a story about this so me and japanese jesus immediately after the event we take we pop ecstasy right so <laughs> we so we we in the we in the car listening to some i don't know drill music at like two o'clock uh, in the morning right i'm rolling sure. a bun and this guy japanese jesus he tells me he goes i don't know man i'm just not marketable and I fucking freaked out on him, bro. You lost I, it already? Yeah. I, wow. Yeah, I, was on, I was on E and I got mad offended. I was like, your name is <laughs> Japanese Jesus. I was like, yo, you're a Japanese redneck. You're a Japanese right. Texan. You're a chap you're a Japanese truck driving, you know, fucking Von Dutch hat wearing ass motherfucker. You know yeah. Who like, can ride? Bro, when I go to Japanese, when I go to Texas, I link with Japanese Jesus. He got all the fucking, he got the party. Japanese Jesus knows where the party's at. He got the, Texas, party, the party. All the barbecue, all the beers, and he's Japanese. I'm like, bro, go find me another you. And and I'll tell you <laughs> that you're not marketable. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. There's always somebody for somebody. And like, I love the fact that he, he is what he is. And he thinks that it's his downfall. Probably because people in Battle told him that. Yeah, Probably. You know, don't nobody want to watch this fucking Japanese redneck. I do. I want to hear what Why he not? has to say. I want to hear him, you know, his exp life experiences and what he has to bring to the table rather than, you know, 10 gun bar rappers up and down the card or 10 fucking new, whatever, however you want to say it, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I like having um, different flavors throughout the event. Okay, okay. Let me get to a petty question. Shout out to my man Abdul Kareem. Shout out, man. He said, Whatever happened to Rainbow Princess? Um, that's a really funny story, actually. I don't know mm -hmm. how much he wants to know of it, but basically, uh, the, 
basically the original i don't know how to this is such a long story i don't know how to even shorten it um okay all right now who's rainbow special. princess let's start there let's start rainbow princess is who rainbow princess is somebody who used to battle on i battle under whatever his name is i'm not giving him no promo right right he, right. he used to battle on i battle we came up together right um mm -hmm. when the original league owner got sick he took a battle on the league was paid for it stole the deposit did not give a fuck that the guy was sick and he no showed the dude that he was supposed to battle who we were all cool with right oh so, so anyways i now i battle him i set up me and rainbow princess battle each other in my third round i bring out the guy that he no shows they have beef with each other because they're talking shit on social media um i bring the dude out and rainbow princess runs out of the battle and runs out of the venue right in the middle of the third round um and does not come back um so whatever we leave it as is um he just goes around talking shit about everybody fuck the sick dude fuck his daughters fuck you don't care if i ran away y'all all pussy <laughs> talking mad shit so I changed wow. his name on all of his battles to Rainbow Princess. <laughs> and his 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 whole career is on iBattle, like most of his big battles. He has got like 12 battles on iBattle. He battled Ines, XL, Press Mafia, oh, Newborn, man. a bunch of people, and we changed his name to Rainbow Princess. And they all say Rainbow Boy. Princess. Okay. Yeah. He even yeah. got he got a he got a, a verse tracker for Rainbow Princess. <laughs> Yes, it's petty. That's a petty question, but you know what? The whole the whole squad don't fuck with him, and he had multiple opportunities to, you know, like I'm a real, um, I'm a real forgiving guy. Like I don't really give a fuck about sh shit. Like I don't really take the shit to the heart like that. Um, I booked multiple battlers that we've had back and forths, um, but you know, I've approached him and been like, yo, man, I'll change your name back. Like, it's all good. And he's been, and he's been like, man, fuck you. So I just... I'm oh, just like that? That's the energy? Yeah. So I've just I've just kept it. You know what I'm saying? Just kept it up. Like, It's on, never man. been like that in real life because he's a really cool dude. Like, it, uh -huh. you know how it is in battle rap when you get to the yeah, venue. Everybody's a sweetheart. But, you know, like, I rainbow princess at the end of the day. I'm, I'm an adult. No one's going to go to events and, and beat this guy up and risk their freedom or you know hurt anybody we just gonna yeah. call him rainbow princess and that, that's the end of it <laughs> and, let, and let that and let that ride all right cool, yeah, cool. that's funny that's funny that's funny to me yeah. now now okay let me let me let me uh let me do this this is a, this <laughs> this is a game that i like to play it's called underrated overrated fire or trash all right oh, I'll, gi I'll give you a noun person place or thing you tell me it's overrated, underrated, fire, or trash. Now we typically okay. we do typically start with battle rap here. So first name I'm gonna give you is Don Marino. Overrated, underrated, fire, or trash. Oh shit. Like I right, so I am the biggest Don Marino hater in the whole world, right? <laughs> I'm the captain of the Don Marino hater club. You can ask me. I've recently converted and Don has been wiling out, man. Like Don Marino versus Danny Myers was real crazy. Um, mm -hmm. Don Marino versus Madness was real crazy. Um, Don Marino's last two URL battles have been pretty fucking fire. Um, mm -hmm. I really, I really can't hate on a man. Like he starts his rounds with crazy ass flips. He rebuttals mid round. 
Um, mm. He keeps stays energetic from the beginning to the end of the battle. His delivery and and it's not just what he says; it's how he says it, and what he's saying is fucking good. And how he says it is even better. And I, I really can't hate on him. So he gets a lot of slack that I don't believe he deserves anymore. Yeah. At least you know what not I'm saying. Anymore. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. He's clearly gotten better, but like we said, Tone, that's an issue with people getting big before they're all the way ready for it and their fan base isn't ready to combat. When you have two bad battles in a row and everybody's like, yo, fuck you, you suck, we don't want to see you again, you got to have 500 fans backing you up to be like, nah, fuck you, we do want to see him, you know? Exactly. You got to have that You gotta have that voice. You got to have. You gotta cultivate that, that base of people. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, but John's definitely underrated. He's crazy. Okay. Okay. Underrated, overrated, fire or trash? Hollow to Don. Um, he's fire. Right? I could say that. And all those. Yeah. He's definitely not overrated or underrated. He's definitely not mm -hmm. trash. So I'm gonna go with fire. You going with fire? Okay. You give yeah. him a chance against Rum Nitty. Oh. Um, Be honest. I don't know. Yes, I do because Hollow is a really unpredictable battler, and he's very well rounded. And you don't know what the fuck he's going to do. And he pulls off some really hard-to-pull-off shit. Um, I would say that the Pat Stay battle is a really good example. Like, he battled him in UK. And it was, like, a really weird situation for, like, Hollow Don versus Pat Stay. But in London, like, it's a, it's a weird situation. And he pulled it off in a one-rounder. It's weird. and it, But he pulled it off. His writing was so crazy. And his delivery is crazy as fuck, too. I'm excited for that battle. Because... Rum Nitty is one of the hardest to beat battlers, and Hollow's not somebody you could just punch on. Mm, he's got right. way too much. He's got way too much charisma, and he always right. does one thing around where you're like, "Yo, what the fuck? That was crazy." Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. Now I respect that. I respect that. I, I saw, you know, when I watched the uh, face off, I definitely had different energy. Man, Hollow seems incredibly focused. So. You know, I think he understands what he's up against. But um, all right. Overrated, underrated, fire or trash. Mortal Kombat, just as a as a franchise, video game wise and things of that nature. What do you think? I would say it's fire. Like I don't really I don't really play Mortal Kombat that much. Um mm -hmm. but I would say it's fire. I like to um when we're all kicking it, smoking blunts, play a little Mortal Kombat, but I don't know the moves. So I you don't know the you're not you just press buttons. You a button. I know, like I think, like back, back triangle is the get over here move, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, like down, back, square is like the back kick. But look, I only know the Serbian moves. I'm corny. I only know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a cornball. I'm no good at this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What What's your game of choice? What What's your uh, your titles of choice, if you will? I have really crazy ADD, ADHD, so I never really stick to a game. I play like one game for three days and then I'm on to the next one. Um, uh -huh. But right now I'm playing Grounded, which is a preview on the Xbox mm. Series X that I'm playing. It's like a survival game for basically, honey, I shrunk the kids. You're a kid, you got shrunk and you're in your backyard and you have mm. to survive. There's like bees and spiders and all this crazy shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my type of shit. I just built like I killed a bunch. I just went into an ant colony. I killed a bunch of ants. I made like ant armor from head to toe. I made an ant sword, and now I'm going to try to kill me a spider. <laughs> hey, yo, man. I hey. also play Dungeons and Dragons with my boys every now and then. You're D&D. &D. Yeah, I remember that. You said that. You was like, I'm going to play D&D. &D. That is my D&D yeah. D &D buddy. Like. 
Yeah. You really be on DD. Okay. Okay. Um Yeah, the other day someone pickpocketed me in D in D and D. Um, you well, know, one of the one of the regular just like uh characters that are in the city and fucking I got pickpocketed and I had to find the guy, but I'm I'm uh druid, right? So I talked to all the birds in the city and I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, this is what this guy looks like. Find him for me. And I talked like a fuck of 300 birds. They all flew around the city, looked for the guy that pickpocketed me. And when they found him, I made them all kamikaze dive into him. And I, I, I killed all of pretty much all 300 birds and the guy, but I got all my stuff back. What the hell? That, yeah, I didn't know. Lit. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know this was D&D type actions. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, you could do whatever you want in D&D. I, I uh, seduced the town guard. She's like a lizard woman. So I'm, I'm in with the cops in the town that I'm in in D&D. I pretty much do whatever uh -huh. I want and get away with it. I get, <laughs> I get arrested. They send they send me to lizard prison, but the person who runs the lizard prison is my girlfriend. So I get right out. Wow, this is this is this is some other storyline. This is fire, actually. <laughs> yeah. This is fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. all right. Uh, I and I recently had an argument about this brother, but um, underrated, overrated, fire or trash, Liam Neeson. Um, Liam Neeson's fire, right? Is he? Yeah. Why wouldn't Liam Neeson be fire? Because he Don't played the play same person. He's been playing the same person for years. Who is Liam? Oh, I'm about to Google this because I'm pretty take sure it. Liam... Taken. Taken. I, I got a very special set of skills. Like, that Wait, dude. Is is he not Is he not in like... Damn, are you right right now? Nah, hold He's the same person in every movie, Lex. Damn, you right. He's the right. person. Low voice. Yeah, I'm old. I don't like this. Like, why am I here? I got a bad relationship with my daughter. Yeah. Nah, Liam, Liam Neeson. I'm about to check this right now because I I'm not to about to say Liam Neeson's trash. I'm, I'm just saying, right? But that's what it guy. Go through the filmography. Yeah. Yeah. He's the same person in every movie. I have to see this for myself. It's three taken. Somebody always taking his family. Somebody like he never got a good relationship with whoever his kid is, whether it's a girl or a boy. The kid always feels like I'm not good enough for you. Like, oh nah, see, I knew I was wrong. I knew I, no, I mean, I knew I was right. He's Qui Gon Jinn in Star Wars. I can't say he's trash. Man, stop playing. He's the same person in that too. He got the no, same swag. He do. He kind of does though. It's the same but swag. But what about what about Schindler's List? Oh, that that movie hard. I am do that. Yeah, he was he was hard in that. He was hard. Yeah, but that's the that's in the nineties. Oh, yeah, He's the right. same person in every movie. No, nah, I can't. I I can't. I can't. I can't say it because he's Qui Gon Jinn in Star Wars. He's taken, and he's also um, race uh, Ghul. He's Ray Shagul. Yeah, yeah, he's also Ron Ghul and Batman. Same person. So I, gotta, same I, can't, I can't say trash. Oh, <laughs> man, you're killing me. You're killing me. I guess, me. He, is. I guess he is the same guy in that movie. He's the same person. I ain't saying he don't but do what he like do saying, well. That's like saying that's like saying Dom from Fast and Furious is Rick. He's the same per Yo, Vin Diesel been saying what? Same Riddick is, bl is blind Dom, blind family. Bro, 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 bro. Riddick is dom with bad eyes and a heightened sense of like being i i guess but whatever yeah you know what riddick was cool i ain't gonna get on riddick 
But Bruce, you know, Bruce Willis, Liam, ne- they've been playing okay, the same. You say part- Liam Neeson is trash. I don't. I don't know if I could do that. Qui Gon Jinn and Ra's Al Ghul mixed okay. with Taken. Yeah, I don't know. And Schindler's List. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Schindler's List is all okay. That's cool. That's cool. Shout out to Lawrence for RPE. And he's in Marlowe. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I get. I guess he just make too much bread to do the same thing all the time. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, shout out to Lawrence RB five dollars says just giving flowers to Lex his opinion on what it would take for major sponsorship to come to battle rap. Where, if a battler, what where is a battler rapper want to make a career? Hmm, I don't understand the last thing, but major sponsorship. What uh, what do you think about that? Um, I don't think there's a major sponsorship needed for a battle rapper to make a career, if that's what the question is. Um, right. I think I think battle rappers could do fine um, if, oof, damn it, um, if there was some type of way where battlers are able to get their worth and they promote mm-hmm. correctly. And let's mm-hmm. say, okay, let's say I have a system where it's like I. I'm giving battlers a percentage of their pay-per-view and I'm giving them a percentage of their single purchases. I'm giving a percentage of the tickets or whatever it is. You know, let's say you're Conor McGregor and we're selling fucking 100,000 pay-per-views and you're getting 10% of that. You know what I mean? Like, you're good. And we do that a couple times a year. You're good good money. Right. Okay. Okay. I can dig it. I mean, I, I I always like the sponsors coming in. I just want them to come in and understand this is ours and that they are guests. They're welcome to stay. That's Don't what just I was jump. getting at. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like accept the art for what it is. You know what I'm saying? I know they got corporate culture and they things that they're trying to protect, but this is the it's last. It's very rare that you get into bed with a corporate company like that and they right. don't want creative control. And to be honest, if you try to take creative control from somebody like me, I'm walking right out the front door. Fuck exactly. Exactly. Because they got to understand this is the last beacon of or one of them. One of the last beacons for black culture, for Latino culture, for the people to really express themselves in a sort of way. We didn't always have this. We didn't always have this privilege. We didn't always. This wasn't always a cool thing to do. So last right. thing I want them to do is make money on the backs of the hard work there, not compensate the culture and not respect it. You know what I'm saying? That I think if, if, you know, me personally, if a company like that wanted to work with me, but what they want to do first of all, is they go, Hey, uh, Hmm. we want battle rap content. Then they look at it and they go, okay, I want Ichigati. I want rum nitty. I want this guy. I want that guy. I want New Jersey twerk I want Calico. They look at all the guys with the biggest numbers. But what they don't realize is that everybody in battle rap is fighting over these people. Mm. Like these mm. guys all have crazy battles getting booked. Everybody's going to fucking war over. I got this guy booked on this date. No, you don't. I'm going to pay him more so that he doesn't go and he does it with a just crazy shit. I'm not with that tug of war game. So God forbid Pepsi calls me and they're like, hey, we want uh, hey, man, I love battle. I'm like, yeah, you better call somebody else, fam. <laughs> you better call somebody else because I'm doing something completely different. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But, you know, and and, and I think, think that's oh. problem of why battle rap can't be a cash grab. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of lost you on that last one. Say that again, bro. You kind of chopped up for me personally. It's okay. These major companies, they basically 
you know, they're not in it for the long run. They want the cash grab real quick. They want quick money. Um, get me all the people with the most followers, the most views, and we do what we mm-hmm. do with them. Um, whereas me, I go, give me the guy with the least amount of views, the least amount of battles, and let's make a storyline around them. Right. You know, right, let's right. Create, let's create new people. Yeah. That's real development. That's real. That's uh that's what Paul Heyman did with ECW. You know what I mean? That's what you build something. You really build that. And, and and then when when Steve Austin or when Steve Williams is able to be stone cold, he ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just like you said. Like, you know, uh, shout out to my man ref. He says, uh, super my guys, Lex and Tone, we need adult swim check uh, to to write and air a battle rap. I, I think adult swim would be a perfect landing zone for battle rap, in my opinion. Like Listen, if, they, if it ain't with Adult Swim, I'm not doing it. That would be perfect because they would let y'all obviously get creative control. They already done work with Tyler Creator crazy ass. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they got Rick and Morty, Black Jesus, like you know what I'm saying? Like all these stoner shows, man. Mike G, Come on, man. Mike G, that battle my battle was on Adult Swim. He was Mike on G. Loiter Squad. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mike G. That's a fact. Yeah. So it's like it's like nah that would be that would be a great landing zone for uh for battle rap and things like that. Lex, I appreciate the time, brother, and uh and, and you chopping up with us. You dropped a lot of gems. I salute the whole eye battle movement and what you've been doing and everything like that. Uh, I want to give you the ISO, put the shot clock on you. You can talk about what you want to talk about, man. Uh things coming up, how to follow you, things of that nature. Just something to lead the fans before we close out. All right. Listen, download the eye battle TV app. Subscribe. It's $25 a month. I have an event every single week. Every week, there's events, people you've never seen before, the most hungry up-and-coming talent. And if you want to see something new, that's where it is. This weekend, we have an event. The weekend after that, we have an event. The weekend after that, we have an event. And I guarantee in all those events, you will see something new new and something you haven't seen before in Battle Rap. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I respect it, man. Hey, Lex, man, we in tune with the grind, man. I appreciate you, bro. I can't wait to go to the next event and everything like that, man. But until we sync up again, man, you be safe, all right? Appreciate you, bro. No doubt. No doubt, man. Hey, Lex Luthor, I battle. Staten Island stand up. Team Homie, salute. Big time, man. Lex is making waves in this culture. Been doing it since he got here. Very, very hardworking, man. So I want to tell you something. I had two guys who I consider two of the hardest working men in battle rap that made their own lane. A lot of y'all had things to say when Dre Dennis started Gates the Garden. A lot of y'all had things to say when Lex Luthor was doing his thing. You see the talent that's come out of both of these different platforms putting on for this area, this tri-state area, right? That means a lot. Pay attention to what Lex said about artist development, getting new talent out there, getting new faces out there. Things like that. That's important. Also, download the iBattle app. It is worth it. There's a lot of content on there. You you see some battles from guys that made it. See, I'm a person that like to see, like, if somebody's like a major star or whatever, right? You take like a major mainstream artist you hear on the radio. I like to see the grainy footage of the VHS tape. You know what I'm saying? Like the first show, the first freestyle. I'm that person. I'm in tune with the art that way. For those of you who are in tune, there's a lot of people that came from iBattle that they got battles y'all probably ain't even be able to see right so go ahead and tune in and you may actually be watching the next person right a lot of y'all was watching kid slate before he hit the he hit the door at url so y'all knew what it was about so invest man invest in talent invest in the area when these rooms open up
Go down to I Battle. Great atmosphere there as well. My name is Tone Bro. This is Black Compass Media, the best goddamn platform in the world for these damn interviews, for these uh, for battle rap contests, for breakdowns, for punditry, and things of that nature. Make sure you subscribe and things like that. Hit me up on Facebook, uh, on Twitter. I don't know. I said Facebook first. That was weird, but Twitter for sure at the Black Compass. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up on all streaming platforms. This will be on Spotify. This will be on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, everywhere where you can find podcasts. We are there. So watch us there. Leave the comments. So shout out to all y'all. Join the Patreon for the premium content. That's enough of the goddamn announcements. Tone, bro. Black Compass Media. I'm at Max Out 2 this weekend. Are you there? Huh? If you there, meet me at the bar. All right? I'm definitely there. Tone, bro. Black Compass Media. Peace.